Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. This is episode 31. How are you doing today, Michelle? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Um, so we've got um, some great guests lined up for the day, uh, but let's start off. Um, let's start off talking to Philip from Good Food Markets. Philip, are you on the line? I sure am. Hi, Kyle. Michelle. Hi, Phil. How's it going over there today? It's going great. Good, good. So what's uh, what's on special at the market this week? First, I think something that's really exciting is, um, you know, we have always done um, price checking, you know, uh, as everyone does, checking out the competition and seeing what's going on. Um, and we did a recent comparison with Yes Organic Market um, and found that um, a kind of average basket, some milk, you know, chicken breast, flour, eggs, some fruit and veg, a little bit of bread, um, came out to be 30, 30% cheaper at Good Food Markets than a Yes, and that's before the Good Neighbor Rewards discount, uh, which for those of you who don't know, basic membership is uh, 5% off. Seniors get an additional 5% on produce, and SNAP EBT households can receive 10% off groceries and 20% off produce. Um, takes seconds wow. to set up, no charge to you. And, um, you know, that's just one of the, the core, um, you know, pillars of what Good Food Markets is all about. Um, we really um, strive to make the highest quality products um, the most affordable for, for everyone in the community. Um, and so I think that kind of uh, sums up our, our hopefully uh, successful achievement of that goal, um, at least this week. Very good. Very good. Um, I don't think uh, a lot of people know about the Good Neighbor Rewards. Um, how easy is that to set up again? It's very simple. Um, it takes about... 10 to 20 seconds at the register. Um, we also have forms that people can take with them and drop back by at their convenience. Um, you know, it's just some basic information um, about um, your household. Um, like I said, um, you know, the basic membership is 5% off. Seniors get an additional 5% on produce. And SNAP and EBT households get 10% on groceries and 20% on produce. Um, it- and you have such a good selection of produce. Uh, I I have been uh, regularly blown away by going in there and and seeing stuff that I did not expect to see. Uh, you guys got a shipment of fresh strawberries in uh, yeah. last week, and you had them on sale for a dollar ninety nine a quart. Dollar ninety nine wow. for strawberries, and that sale is still going on. Um, it is uh, peak strawberry season down in Florida, um, so. You know, farmers, uh, you usually see high prices at the beginning and the end of the season as farmers are, um, supplies run low. But right now, they're trying to unload everything they can just so they don't have any waste. Um, and so those those cost uh, savings get passed right along to the customer. Um, and we actually have a really exciting partnership that we've developed with the local nonprofit called DC Urban Greens. Um, and I would love to get them on uh, the show at some point in the future. Um, to talk in more detail, but they are going to be growing um, produce specifically for good food markets um, at their new location um, in partnership with the Department of Parks and Rec, Um, and they have 22 18-foot row beds growing just for us. So that means we'll be able to put those local organically managed products 
um, right on the shelf at a price point that's comparable with a conventional produce that you find at Shoppers or Giant, um, Harris Teeter, uh, those those sorts of stores. Wow. So yeah. So where where are they are they located here in the district? They are. They grow exclusively in the district. Um, their nonprofit is dedicated to growing and selling within food deserts. Um, they have uh, two sites right now in Ward 7, um, and they are taking over a third, much larger site um, from the Department of Parks and Recreation. Um, some of your listeners may have noticed the Langdon Parks Community Garden going there at the corner um, of Langdon Park, and this is part of the same DPR program that's happening all over the district, um, where DPR is partnering with local nonprofits to turn space in their parks into community gardens. So this is space for the community to come in, have little plots of their own. There's public space um, for anyone to come and garden and pick fresh produce. Um, and then there are, you know, sort of uh, cordoned off areas that are being grown for specific reasons. And so um, D.C. Urban Greens is growing um, in partnership with Good Food Markets just for us. So we, we figured out exactly kind of what we could support in terms of, of uh, yield from the field. And um, we've mapped out um, a great selection of herbs, peppers, tomatoes, um, greens like spinach, kale, collards, lettuces. Um, and probably a few more exciting things that they've cooked up since our last meeting. Um, so we're we're very very excited about that. Oh, I mean, wow! No kidding. You know this yeah. is this is going to save me uh, planting a garden this year. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah, and you'll have a farmers market open seven days a week. Yeah, no kidding. It just doesn't get much more local than a few yeah. blocks away. Grown a few blocks away, literally. Without the, without having to grow it yourself and all the work. Right. That My wife is going to be so happy. Yes. <laughs> uh, she's like, finally, I can have some flowers in the yard <laughs> instead of tomatoes. Uh, this is this is great news, Philip. So um, I'm going to take this opportunity, if, if you don't mind, to, to, to really give a shout out to the local businesses in the area and and remind everybody that when we started out, Rhode Island Avenue Main Street when we started out as friends of Rhode Island Avenue you know one of our goals was to really support and recruit businesses that uh, that the community was looking to support and so we passed out a, a, poll, a survey and uh, about the types of businesses that people wanted in the neighborhood and a fresh food market like good food market was in the top three choices it may have even been the top choice. Um, it was it was in the unanimous top three, definitely. And uh, so, folks, you you said you wanted this market. The market is here now, and I really wanted to to give Good Food Market a shout out for not only taking a chance on Rhode Island Avenue, um, but you guys do a great job of listening to community members as well, and. And a large percentage of your stock you've brought in because of co- community neighbor requests. Is that is that right? That's absolutely right. Um, we were actually looking at that um, a couple weeks ago, and our best estimate is that about 40% of the store, give or take, um, has come at some point in the last year directly from uh, your neighbor's request. Yeah. Our neighbor. Yeah, and, and for everybody that is enjoying the Talenti Gelato... Uh- that was Kyle. That, that was me, folks. Uh-oh. That Guilty. was me. <laughs> uh, Kyle, you might have been the first person to 
make a request. I think that was like right away, sea salt. Uh, Salted caramel. Oh, yes. Salted caramel, that's yep. it, yeah. Yep. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, my my waistline thanks you <laughs> for that. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. I think that's the great thing about, you know, being a, a neighborhood grocery is that we really get to know our customers. Um, they are our neighbors. We do care. Um, we do, um, you know, community events, um, you know, the ongoing programming at the public library, cooking classes. Um, we're seeking to expand that with the founding of our nonprofit, Oasis Community Partners. Oasis? Oasis, Oasis? That's right. You know, uh, Oasis Community Partners, is, it was established to um, facilitate food access in food deserts. Um, so, you know, there's the core operations at Good Food Markets, um, you know, that everyone knows so well at this point. Um, that's retail focus. You know, we strive to be, you know, industry level um, grocery store, but there's so much else that can be done, um, whether it's working with the Langdon Park Community Garden, working with the library, working with Burroughs and some of the other other, other elementary schools um, to really, you know, get um, educational messages out there around diet and nutrition, healthy eating, um, how to cook on a budget, how to cook things quickly, all these things that hopefully will help people, um, you know, make healthy, fresh food faster and cheaper. So the store does the cheaper part, and Oasis Community Partners will do the, the faster and easier part um, <laughs> with, with educational programming. Great, great. So I uh, just once again want to encourage everyone to make good food markets uh, part of their uh, grocery shopping routine. Uh, stop there first. You're going to be amazed at how much you can uh, complete of your shopping trip there uh, at a very reasonable cost, and uh, certainly by a, a business that has our neighborhood uh, first in in their mind uh, as far as priorities. So, um, thanks, Philip, and um, we're gonna. I'll be I'll be in later today for my usual Friday shopping. So. Yes, and I'll <laughs> be for Thank you all very much. Thanks. See you later, Philip. Bye. I. I just I cannot uh, stress how important it is to support these local businesses that have gone out on a limb for for our neighborhood. You know, being you know some of the first new businesses to come in here, um, and and really service the neighborhood. Yeah, when no one was here, right? And, and right. This, we said we wanted it, so we have to support it. Got to put our money where our mouth is. Exactly. Um, so some other quick announcements. Um, I want to remind small business owners or potential new small business owners that uh, LISC Small Business Program and Kiva Zip have partnered up to uh, expand financial opportunities for underserved entrepreneurs in, in the D.C. area and on Rhode Island Avenue Main Street in particular. Um, you can use Kiva Zip to get an online uh, loan through crowdfunding platform. Um, that is a 0% interest loan. 0% interest loan for, uh, for small business loans up to $5,000. Um, and if you are on Rhode Island Avenue or bringing your business to Rhode Island Avenue, LISC is actually matching that. So, uh, the crowdfunding part of your loan, you only have to crowdfund out $2,500 and, and LISC will match that with another $2,500 to, to reach that $5,000 goal. Uh, again, 0% interest, Rhode Island Avenue, Main Street businesses, uh, 50-50 match with LISC. Uh, up to $5,000. Um, so 
that's where your next small business financing needs to happen. Absolutely. And they've been doing that for a couple of months now, haven't they? Yep. Yep. And I'm surprised that, that more businesses aren't taking advantage of that because we got so much going on yeah. here on Rhode yeah. Island Avenue. Um, we, uh, we're set up as a, as an endorser, an official partner, and we can go in and endorse you. Um, we can help you get set up on the Kiva Zip platform to start your crowdfunding. Um, so uh, go visit our website, go visit the LISC website or the Kiva Zip website. Uh, if you have any questions about it, feel free to give me a, a, a shout. My email is kyle at riamainstreet.org. Uh, or you can just visit riamainstreet.org website and find out more information about that. I also want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, DSLBD, the Department of Small and Local Business Development, the Department of Housing and Community Development. Uh, it is their grant funds that allow us to put on this show every week. Uh, so uh, thank you to those sponsors. Michelle, do you have your, your calendar ready to go for all the upcoming Rhode Island Avenue Main Street events? I have some items penciled in. Oh, penciled. <laughs> well, penciled. you know. This All is right. a big year. No, they're they're in pen. We have lots of exciting <laughs> stuff happening. We do. We do. Uh, so first on the calendar this year, starting um, starting us off, April 26th from 2 to 6 p.m. is Porch Fest. And if you remember Porch Fest in years past, we've done it in conjunction with Fall Fest. It's it's kicked off our Fall Festival week. And we decided that, you know, we didn't we just didn't have enough going on in the spring. So yeah, Spring Fest. It basically yes so porch fest is what it sounds like it is um music on porches uh so we're obviously focusing on rhode island avenue so it's a lot of business porches like i believe i believe zeke's has signed up we're gonna set up some musicians on their outdoor seating area uh down at dr griffith's office uh the public option is going to be a host and areas all up and down Rhode Island Avenue, including some, some neighborhood porches uh, in the surrounding area. We've got over 30 performers already signed up. Oh, wow. It's going to be a big one this year. Uh, and we could not be more excited about it. Um, and then on May 11th is our Rhode Island Avenue main street annual meeting. Uh, that is our opportunity to, um, give the community an update on, on what we've accomplished, how, how we have uh, spent our grant money this year and the, the progress that we've made. Uh, we take that opportunity to recognize our, our volunteers and our board members and all the partners and sponsors that we've worked with through the year. And, and it is a chance to taste food from up and down the Rhode Island Avenue main street corridor businesses, uh, restaurants are going to be, um, providing us with refreshments for for that event so you get a little taste of rhode island avenue that is may 11th it will be in the uh community room at rhode island row um the rhode island row apartments it's a beautiful space we had it there last year uh we're looking forward to seeing everyone there uh june 6th is the uprising arts festival this will be our second year to do this um that will be up and down Rhode Island Avenue as well. Uh, we are installing performing and visual artists in businesses up and down Rhode Island Avenue. There'll be a few vendor booths scattered here and there. I um, believe there's going to be an actual entertainment stage. Uh, Emily Arden from uh, Recreative Spaces is helping us coordinate this, and she's going to be in next week to give us much more uh, details about both Porch Fest and the Uprising Festival. 
Um, Fall Fest week. I know it's hard to imagine going into Fall Fest when we aren't even through with winter here yet, but Fall Fest week starts September 24th. Uh, There'll be activities up and down Rhode Island Avenue uh, at different businesses, pumpkin carving, movie nights, and things like that. Uh, Fall Fest itself is October 1st from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. right here in Woodridge. And then we'll be doing the Procrastinators Holiday Market again in December. Um, You can find out information about all of these upcoming events uh, on our website, riamainstreet.org. And um, now is the time when we are reaching out to potential festival partners and sponsors. So if your business is interested in being a sponsor, sponsor a stage, sponsor a band, sponsor uh, the sponsor the porta potties we're looking for uh for sponsors and partners to help make these events um spectacular uh you can contact me at kyle at riamainstreet.org uh give me a call at 202-808-9050 if you want to talk about this more uh we uh we've got great sponsors in the past and we are always looking to expand the family so i think i think that i'm I'm done with the announcements now. That's a lot. That's and a it'll lot. come soon, though. Yes. Uh, like I said, join us next week. Uh, Emily will be around to talk more about the the specific events and some of the programming we've got lined up. Very excited about that. Now we are going to be joined by Rudolph Brooks and Tisha McDuffie from Danserati and DC Dragons, located right here on Rhode Island Avenue. Welcome, Rudolph and Tisha. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you very much. So Danserati and DC Dragons has been here on Rhode Island Avenue for around 30 years. Uh, about 35 years, actually. About 35 years. Yeah. Wow. Tell our listeners about your businesses and what types of services you offer. Um, well, the original business is DC Dragons that was uh, started from 1967. Oh, wow. Um, and it was the uh, idea uh, of Letitia's father, Mr. Robert McDuffie. Um, and he started, it was the first... Um, African-American endeavor with uh, karate, um, and his vision was to incorporate the discipline in karate for our community and to uh, allow our, our community to have the discipline, um, the self-defense, um, and that business has taken off, and it served the community in a couple of ways. We've had dance or um, karate classes. We've also had um, summer camps, spring camps, where we have actually brought children in the community and, and taught them character. Um, and incorporate that into the karate. Uh, the second business, which is Danserati, which is the brainchild and vision of Miss Letitia McDuffie, um, we're actually celebrating this February um, our 15th anniversary with oh, Danserati. Wow. Okay. So we're really excited about that. Um, we are a presence in the community, again, at 1731 Rhode Island Avenue and here in Northeast. Um, and we offer dance classes that incorporates Danserati is the merging of dance and karate. I was going to ask that about the name. It sounded like that's what it was. So, right. So you're doing both, dancing We're doing and both. karate. You dance and karate, but the dance style, we do different styles of dancing. And one of the styles of dancing that she has actually uh, uh, created herself was the dance karate, which incorporates the uh, discipline of karate in dance movement. And so it's a whole new style of dance. Um, and just to give some information about why she did that, it's because she had... Of course, growing up, the background and history with karate, um, but she's also a wonderful dancer um, as well as a businesswoman, and she's noticed a stigmatism with dance and karate. 
There are a lot of our young boys who will do karate, but they shy away from dance because of the social stigma. And then there are girls um, who will do dance, um, but not necessarily feel comfortable with the karate and the fight um, that's involved with that. So she's done dance karate to incorporate so that she can merge that so that the boys can also get into dance as well as karate. And little girls can also learn uh, karate with their dance and incorporate it for both. Now, do you all do, uh, as part of the DC Dragons, do you all do karate and other types? Um, I've heard of taekwondo or jujitsu. I don't know the difference, but right. you all do so all of that? We do. We're uh, taekwondo. Okay. And right. what, what is taekwondo? For I don't even know what that is. Um, they're different. Well, they're, dif- they're just different styles, um, and they're different movements. Um, but karate uh, with taekwondo teaches incorporates the movement and self-discipline, but the real focus is um, self-esteem, character, and self-defense. So it builds a person using the self-defense techniques, but it also builds discipline where it gives you uh, self-control. It also gives you a way of expression. And so that's the real focus, and that's how we've been able to make an impact with our young people. It's not just about the karate movements, but it's about the person that we build with confidence, um, and with self-discipline and having to do things consistently. So do you have programs for people of all ages? I know you said that you all do children's camps and different things, and I know I myself have taken a Zumba class at uh, Danserati several times a few years ago, hoping that you all will be bringing some of those classes back. Uh, but uh, programs yes. for all ages? Right. So we segregate, of course, um, their children who we start around age four, and then their classes from four to seven, and then we have classes for our eight-year-olds up to adults. So it's of all ages. So if you're four years old, you're more than welcome, and if you're 104, we'll have you just the same. Uh huh. Okay. All right. And so you work with everyone. What are your classes weekly, monthly? How is it going to work? And and have you all started? You, you've had a grand opening, or will have a grand opening soon? Reopening. Right. We're having a relaunch mm-hmm. um, that's happening in the spring. Okay. Currently, uh, we have karate classes on Tuesday. Tuesday evenings, and from 6.30 to 7.30, we teach the 4- to 7-year-olds. And from 7.30 to 8.30, we'll teach 8- uh, and up for karate. That's happening currently on Tuesdays? Currently happening. Okay. And uh, the dance classes we'll have on Saturday. We have a hip-hop class for ages 4- to 7. That's uh, from 12.30 to 1.30. Um, and at that same time, uh, we have a break dance class for 7-year-olds and up. Um, and beginning hip-hop for ages 8 and above will be one thirty to 2.30 on Saturdays. Okay. So in the spring, do you think you'll start adult classes again? or? Well, the adult classes will start as adult classes, but oh, right okay. now there are adults who come into the hip-hop 8 and up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So what kind of advice would you give to someone that was just starting to exercise with, with dance and uh, karate? Um, well, just do what you can do. Um, Start off slowly, um, but the most important thing is to make a commitment um, and to set your goals of what you want to do and to be consistent with doing it. So um, we have students who have been most successful um, that continue to come because it takes a while to get acclimated to the style. Um, And then once you're consistent with it, you'll see a lot of benefits, Um, physical benefits, but also benefits with your comfort level and your ability. So in the spring when you relaunch, I'm talking about that because I'm thinking about uh, Beyond Tuesdays and Saturdays. Do you think you would be open more regularly? We're going to increase increase the class schedules um, to incorporate more days so they'll be more frequent, yes. Perfect. 
So if our listeners wanted to find out more about Dancerati or DC Dragons, where should they look? Well, we have an online presence. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you can find us at hashtag Dancerati, and I'll spell that for you. It's D-A-N-C-A-R-A-T-E. That's hashtag Dancerati. Uh, on the web, we're at www.dancerati.com. And if you're uh, old school and you just want to call us, you can be reached. That can would be, be interesting, at, wouldn't yes. it? <laughs> <laughs> we're at 202-904-87 or 8474. So it's 202-904-8474. All right. So we've got a, a bunch of new neighbors in the community. We do. Uh, what, what exactly is your physical location? We are located uh, on the corner of 18th and Rhode Island in Northeast. We're at 1731 Rhode Island Avenue in Northeast. Great. And there's, uh, I, I have to give a, a plug, uh, DC Dragons Dancerati got a, 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 one of the Dimped Great Streets grants for interior renovation. Uh, we we give a exterior facade renovation, but more importantly, uh, yeah, I got a whole fresh new look in there. That looks It looks great. Thank you. We're really proud and excited about the relaunch. Um, yeah, we did have a facelift, so if you ride by, you'll see that. And if you come inside, which we welcome you to do, you'll see that we've renovated it in, in the inside we have. Yeah, it looks great in there. It looks beautiful. For We had our uh, Valentine's dance there last year. Yes, and we that did. And was, that was before the renovation. Right. And it looks, man, it, it looked great for the for the dance, uh, but, man, it looks great in there now. So yeah. I really encourage folks to check that out. It's a, it's a great resource in the neighborhood. It is, and I look forward to coming back for Zumba. Well, thank you. Right, Tish? Absolutely. Great. So just to piggyback on what Kyle was saying, um, you all had the dance, the Valentine dance there. Um, the facility is also open and available. We do offer rentals for different events. So it's a pretty large space, as you uh, saw when you were in there. So if you're looking to have an event, um, we can just look at the schedule and see what's available, and it's available for that as well. For weddings, for parties, things like that. Um, well, we do parties, but light parties, um, but we are more towards wedding receptions and that sort of thing. Great. That's good to know. Well, neighbors, uh, Dancerati DC Dragons is located at 1731 Rhode Island Avenue. Check them out on the web, and we look forward to your spring reopening, relaunch. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rudolph. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us for episode 30, 31. 31 we are episode. at 31. Thank you uh, for sticking with us for episode 31. Um, and uh, as we go into the second half of the year, we're going to have a ton of new guests coming on. We're really excited about some of the lineup we have ahead of us. Um, don't forget to check us out on the web, RIA Main Street, RIA mainstreet.org. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, uh, as is RIA Radio on Facebook and Twitter. So you can check out some of the uh, past uh, episodes. Uh, you can look for us and subscribe to us on iTunes, bliss.fm slash RIA radio uh, on iTunes. Um, and our show, as you know, episodes uh, air every Tuesday at 11 a.m. here on bliss.fm. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Thanks.